0: Dot net podcast network one of us.net and all of the shows on it are 100 subscriber supported please consider becoming a subscriber to one of us.net keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. As managing a project as I do, and I've managed many bars in the past, Mm -hmm. I know that the secret of being a good manager is ultimately... Delegating responsibility And knowing that you can have people that you can trust To do a good job And then you can just sit back and make sure they're doing a good job Well Annabelle got promoted Because <laughs> <laughs> now that's what she, she's like you know She's what?
1: delegating ghosts yeah, she's,
0: Delegate, Delegating spooks She's like I don't need to do all the work here There's like this house is lousy With fucking angry ghosts <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to sit back and whittle some
2: Well she's the only one who got the dope ass chair And a glass case yeah. so she, she should be management Yeah right?
0: She looks like right mm-hmm. off the bat. You're like, look at her. Please
2: Everybody else the is case. just dusty on a shelf. She look doesn't not, even have right. to
1: walk. She just uses other ghosts to move her around. Yeah, pretty presumably.
0: much. This is the the fourth Annabelle movie, if you count The Conjuring. Uh, the It's the third Annabelle spinoff. I know you exactly like, there's three of these? I thought this was the
1: second one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oop.
0: Well, the first one is famously really, really, really bad. It's one of the worst of the Blumhouse productions, I would safely say. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is indeed worse than The Nun. Uh, and I would, it's hard to say with The Curse of La Llorona. that's pretty bad too. But the second one was surprisingly entertaining. Everyone was like, I can't believe this is not bad. It's not great. But it's a huge step up from the first one.
1: Did a lot of people see that? Because I was telling my friend, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go watch Conjuring 2, or uh, Annabelle 2. And he's like, oh, yeah, tell me if it's good, because I hated that first one. So he didn't, <laughs> he didn't even know, know the Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Know,
0: I couldn't tell you, but I know that in horror circles, it was generally much better regarded, hmm. certainly. And people were like, Okay. You sold us on the possibility of this crazy, creepy-looking doll that apparently in real life was actually just a Raggedy Ann doll.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I like, like how cameo. they
1: had, they they had, had a nice cameo. little yeah nod to that.
0: Um, well, I can't believe that they're going to do three, but you know what? What the hell? And this is, a, you know more terrifyingly, a directorial debut. Gary Doberman, who's much better known as a writer of horror films. He's written both some good and some bad films in the Blumhouse universe, but he also wrote Stephen King's It, the screenplay for that, oh. which I thought was quite good.
2: Part one and two?
0: Uh, I don't know if you wrote part two. I really part liked part one. Yeah, I did too. But
1: And I liked that trailer for part two. But this
0: made me nervous because he wrote like the, the first crappy Annabelle film too. And I'm like, okay, well, directorial debuts by writers that in a nepotism way are usually not going to pay off real so this well. this is going to be
2: a hot take. I don't know if we're still doing that. This is so 2018 of me. Huh. But is not directing horror movies a little bit easier than other movies? Really, you're just playing with like the foreground and the background. Well, it
0: depends on who your crowd is, quite frankly. Um, there's a lot of really, really terrible horror movies that make a lot of money regardless just because of the marketing of it and the push and where they know to put it. I mean, a lot of times with, with like theatrical horror, it's just about pr- placement, mm-hmm. right? To put those butts in the seats of the people who just go see almost every horror movie that they can yeah. that they know about. So... But actually, making a good horror film or one that I, works—I feel that like is, that could be
1: tough. I feel like that might be tougher than like a science fiction movie. That could because m- science fiction is like cerebral, so yeah. people are not like, oh, it doesn't have to have an eerie atmosphere. It doesn't have to have. Right. There's tons of things that this movie, from a director standpoint, did right. Pushing like eeriness, pushing mood and atmosphere, like just the amount of fog. Was awesome. Fog. Like everywhere, it's like yeah. it, it's like a John- plan nine from outer space <laughs> amount of fog. Um- yeah, that amount of I fog. will admit
2: that was the one, as far as uh, on the cinematography standpoint, that did impressed me. I was like, oh, I would never have thought to put fog inside of a house <laughs> yeah. to kind of make it creepier. But it was really subtle. Which
0: is, to be fair, taken, and there's a lot of notes in here that I feel like were, he, that he studied the movie Insidious more than he studied the previous Blumhouse films. Because there's a lot about this that reminds me of the first Insidious really? film.
2: I was getting The Haunting of Hill House. Really? The way he would, they were putting ghosts kind of in the background, so you you had to really be looking in the background right. for They're, them. I mean, he I could
0: wanted them to do that, that, a, bit he that yeah,
1: a bit more. He could have pushed that a bit more. But there's a lot
0: of the use of color in here that, like, and color shading that's very insidious. There's a like the use of fo- like fog indoors and what have you. There's a mm. lot of things that remind me of that. But in addressing your question about like easier to make horror, it's as easy to make a really truly good horror movie as it is to make a truly good comedy. Which is to say, it's not really that easy. Anybody can shit one out that you're – a certain percentage of the population is going to go, that was great. That was – I mean, how many terrible comedies have you seen that made like a billion fucking dollars, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because they knew how to push it. Mm -hmm. Horror is kind of the same way. It's this autonomic reaction in us that's almost hard to define, to quantify why exactly things are giving you – or the effect that you are And as a creator, even that much harder to get it Right? But what I like about Annabelle Co- comes home is a lot more thought was put into building on top of what I call the the haunted house attraction scare movie because they've got this sort of like boo type effect, like lots yeah. of jump scares, lots of like foreground, background stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot more thought was put into making those scares actually work and be unexpected than I usually expect from this sort of thing. So, which isn't to say this isn't Hereditary or no. The Babadook. It's not that kind of movie <laughs> at all. I but, also yeah. I
2: appreciated how I feel like a lot of horror movies just show the characters running around. A lot of the time, this movie had the characters actually confronting the ghost and having these really slow uh, moments of being near them. I feel which was like, terrifying to me because you're just waiting for something to happen the whole time.
1: For me, that's where this movie... That's where I, ha- where I had a problem with it. Um, there, it, it, There's a ton of slow moments. And I wasn't feeling that suspense. Because I felt like all these characters, like, none of them are going to die. None of them feel like they're really in any kind of danger right? or like even in any kind of pain. Like when there's a moment with a, 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 in a lot of movies where someone sticks their hand in something and that's in a lot of movies, you don't want to see someone stick their hand in some dark place where there could be like needles or blades or sharp objects. And I just, Uh, we we all
0: saw Flash Gordon. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I was just like, Oh man, this is really boring to watch. Um, yeah, it's there's so many shots of characters walking to pick up something scary or walking to open a door to something scary or walking 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 <laughs> the whole fucking movie walking. These are tropes of
0: the ghost movie for sure. Yeah, it's all about how do they actually deliver the scare? And like, how do they distract you in the right way so that when the scare actually comes, you are not in fact ready for it? And I think that overall, this film delivers pretty well on that. But let's go. That's Zach, by the way, talking. <laughs> Kim is over here. I'm, of course, Chris. This movie actually is the, uh, I, the first one of the spinoffs to prominently feature the actual Warrens in the film, uh, played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Formiga, who were in both of the Conjuring mm-hmm. movies. But they are in a big part of the first act, and they appear for a little while towards the end. So they, they basically bookends. bookend the movie. But the whole thing takes place inside their house because when it starts, it starts with basically the tail end of the sequence we saw in the Conjuring film, where they're dealing with the girls who had the Annabelle doll, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just going to take this." And then we see a little bit of them having a a, a bad experience with it on the drive back. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay. So we see them like being really like, okay, this is not going to be as easy as all these other cursed objects we've got in our cursed object room. we got to come up with like- I,
2: I feel like the Warrens this. were so casual about it. They're like, yeah, we're just going to throw her in the back seat, go for a lovely drive, fi- pass a couple cemeteries. No big deal. I would have been like,
0: handcuff her to something. I
2: know. <laughs> they put her in this glass case that's supposed to contain her evilness. And I'm like, okay, tight. Put her in this glass case that's been blessed or whatever. And then put that glass case in, a, in cement underground. Right. You, <laughs> you do that. Well,
0: the key here with Annabelle is that she herself as a physical figure, the movie, at least in this new chapter, establishes she's not the one to be scared of in and of herself. Her deal is she's an enabler. So (laughs) she's like, they call her a spirit beacon. That basically, if she is out and her evil is like radiating, like other bad things are super attracted to her and gain power by it. So you put her in an odd ob- room full of cursed objects already knowing this sounds like a terrible idea right but no they're like okay she's in the special glass case it'll so it'll like with like church windows it'll be fine and it is for a little while until they go out of town to do i don't know what i, I think the the i think the um if I remember correctly from what they said about it, that's supposed to be when they were off doing The Conjuring one.
1: They went out of oh. town yeah. because it was their daughter's birthday. Yeah. They are like, oh, we <laughs> gotta leave you behind on your birthday. But they, they, they
0: She has a, <laughs> a, a, a babysitter that she really, really likes a lot and has a lot of experience with. Who was played by the genuinely uh, sweet, um, was it Madeline Eisman, I believe?
2: Or Hayden Panettiere, 5.0. Right, right. Like, I like to
0: And... They, you know, they obviously have a very close relationship together. There's a little bit of setup. and The thing like, oh, she's got a crush on the almost nauseatingly cute boy who works <laughs> at the local supermarket.
1: Everyone in this movie is nauseatingly cute. And all their dialogue in between the characters is, like, nauseatingly cute. Oh, like, but, everyone like, is just so nice. There's not, like, a mean moment between any character and another character in this entire movie.
0: Well, there's it's a little all- bit of, like, the girl being, like... Because like, a newspaper story comes out about what the Warrens do in their hometown, and so the kids start picking on the, the little oh. girl in school. It's established that the little girl is basically Vera Farmiga 2.0, that she shares her mother's gift of being mm-hmm. able to see ghosts and talk to spirits and has more of a connection to the psychic world. You're like, well, that's going to pay off, if nothing else, one of the other spinoffs. Is, <laughs> has,
2: has this little girl been in any other movies?
0: Uh, the little girl, McKenna Grace, who, like we said, looks... So much like the girl who plays Sabrina on television it's right crazy. now, but Kim they're actually Shifka. not sisters. they're not, but
1: my. God, but she looks just she like looks so her. much like her. She's actually played Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she played
0: like the young version of her. So there you go. I mean, it's it's uncanny how much she looks like her. the girl has. The young it. girl
2: has very soulful eyes. Yeah, she sold me on her character within the first five minutes, especially her kind of blossoming psychic powers. Right, I felt for her for sure.
0: Yeah, she's and she's a decent young actress. She mm. really is. Um, I, I think everybody here is okay. The dialogue's a little stilted. I don't disagree with you at yeah. all. I mean, and but it's
1: not that kind of. It, the movie
0: is trying so hard to yeah create this air of almost fifties level. Like everyone is so animation. cheeky nice. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, the only one at all who is like even has a dark side that is, is a
1: character is
0: uh, um, Mary Ellen the babysitter, her friend uh, whose name I don't actually see here. Who is that? Maybe I got the names wrong here. I don't think so.
2: No, Mary Ellen was the blonde girl. Was the blonde girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I
0: guess Katie Daniela. Uh, Daniela. Uh, yeah. She's yeah. got a bit of a dark side because her father died in a situation that where she feels guilty about it and she's feeling very like, I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. So she's pressuring her friend. Let me come over. Let me come over. there home. I want to see the creepy house. And she's got a, a you know, ulterior agenda. She wants to be, you know, be in a place that has, that she feels some connection to the other side because she really wants to figure out if her father is okay somewhere, basically. Mm-hmm. And she does this by sneaking into the Warren's demonology room. And, and
1: touching everything. And touching fucking
0: everything, <laughs> including unlocking the case of Annabelle, which is like, you know you guys make fun of me right that whole like oh Chris you're that stupid white guy in every horror movie who would do exactly that okay maybe I would go into that room and maybe I would touch a bunch of shit but I damn sure wouldn't unlock the glass case <laughs> of Annabelle no matter what I'd be like no I'm, there's a point you go that's far enough
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, can, you can see her you can see everything going on yeah, you don't really have to go in there
0: exactly but she manages to do it without them finding out but then almost immediately all the various things that we see that we've seen in the other movies as well, the iconography of that room start popping up in the house one at a time, and interacting with each other, to, or interacting with Annabelle to a certain extent, and Annabelle's just kind of popping up wherever. She's like, oh, there, now she's there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now she's over here. And uh, basically you end up with the Avengers of Blumhouse films. <laughs> <laughs> this is like all the ghosts. The, all the evil Avengers. Yeah, yeah, they're all uh, going just fucking hog wild. I call it the movie that's designed to set up 30 more spinoffs. offs yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like details all these other ghosts and creatures. Oh, including, and this is the only one that totally didn't work for me, even though this is based on an actual claim the Warrens made, a ghost werewolf. There is a ghost werewolf in this movie. You didn't like it, that? That's a real thing that the Warrens had Did get
2: like home for you, Zach? Know. Because you have chickens.
1: That worked? Oh, okay. <laughs> so that whole scene actually going to have a problem with that. Chickens don't do that at night. When chicken, as oh soon my, as the God lights are off, chickens Sorry. are out. They don't just like walk. So in the, there's the scene. Maybe it's a night chicken. Yeah, maybe it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a night chicken. So this chicken just That's like wakes call. up and is like, "I'm gonna go outside and get murdered by the demon werewolf ghost mist werewolf thing." Actually, yeah. I mean the the werewolf. I thought. I thought it was cool. It, it was for the me. most
2: cartoonish. Yeah, but yeah. the
1: problem
0: is the CG they did not put much work into. And it looked really fifteen well, years ago. It
1: felt like they couldn't. Like yeah. I felt like there's there's a lot of different uh cool ideas in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be like some half baked CGI, and I figured it was gonna be on like a werewolf. I mean, who can yeah. do a werewolf right? No, certainly not a movie where there's it's only in it for, like, I mean, two minutes. The best
0: time they ever did it was in the 70s, and no one's ever topped it. Yeah, so,
1: and that was Speaking a, of that, I was... <laughs> speaking of a Landis, when the werewolf was jumping on top of the car, oh, I was... Oh, God, I thought you were going to bring up Max Landis. I was like, oh, please. I was going to bring him up. I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> is is Max Landis jumping on this car? Because I, I had read that article about <laughs> him jumping it's on, the on... Harassment! Th- harassment! Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, we shouldn't be laughing, but... Still, that was a good joke. <laughs>
2: yeah. I appreciated the werewolf just because it wasn't a humanoid ghost. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, the werewolf is the here idea of to it?
0: serve a purpose. It, it's, so you guys can't
1: leave. You can't leave, and mm. also it's kind of like the the most aggressive of the things. Like it's yeah. the most dangerous, and it's the only thing that gets a kill. But there's uh, a I mean. Yes. Te- Oh, spoiler. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mean you know, by you the, this 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 dialogue, you know, no one's going to die. No, the writer is just like in love with all these characters. It's not
0: even that. Ghost movies hardly ever have a body count. Hardly ever have a body right. count. Right. There's a very few. But, there are, but But even then, it'll be like maybe one person usually mm-hmm. dies. I mean, no, like the only exception is like, God, there's a movie it came out of, I think, Brazil last year where like, Everybody in the world pretty much dies. <laughs> but it's, a, <laughs> all, it's basically the Ghostbusters day, but no Ghostbusters exist. So we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I it's on Shudder. I forget the name of it right now. But um, I like that. You're right. There is a lot of clever stuff in this film. There's little things that I'm like, that was a cool idea. I kind of want to see where that's gonna, how that's gonna play out. There's a, I thought my favorite gag. There's a thing with one of the cursed items is this really old TV set, and the girl's trapped in the room, and the TV set is playing a time lapse of about five seconds in the future for her as she's looking into it. It's reflecting her, but five seconds into the future, what yeah. happens? And it's a great gag.
1: But I, I wanted that to be pushed so much further. That's really all it does. Like. What you want to see is, like, five seconds in the future of her, like, cutting her head off. Or her, like, doing something that's, they do, like... They do end up it, doing that. In, well... It's not as graphic. It's not as it's, graphic. It's, it's, like, her just screaming with some blood on her face. So, like, right. I wanted to see something, like, crazy, cringy. like, no, no, no! <laughs> but, and then, and then you know, cut to her not doing that. Or cut to her doing that. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. do, like, surprise me... And that that the idea was there, but I feel like the execution was just—it didn't push it hard enough for me. Okay. But it was like a cool sci-fi. Well,
0: like so many little gags like that going on throughout this movie, because there's so many different objects and items, and I almost wanted them to do more. Even I'm like, yeah. there's cool stuff, but there's only maybe about maybe four or five real definable entities that, -hmm. that, that, like, they keep coming back And they did take a
2: few minutes to actually define them, which was one of my low points for this movie, where they stopped to say, oh, look at all these files on the desk. Let's (laughs) read about all the future ghosts we're gonna run into. (laughs) Like, oh, it's a little bit too in your face. I kind of wish they would Dumbled upon it more, or... I don't know. It just seemed kind of awkwardly... I, I kind of
0: like that. I like those because they didn't spend too long on it. They're just like, here's just enough so you have some idea of what these things are. And I thought for one of the ghosts, the Ferryman, that ended up being kind of essential. Because that, I thought, had some great scares, especially the final sequence with the Ferryman. There's a great thing that's just the, a sound effect, that was like, mm-hmm. uh, that you know exactly what it is, but you literally don't yeah. see it at all. I was like, that's fucking scary. It was
2: like the... Wasn't it clapping in the first Conjuring movie yeah. when a ghost was nearby? Yeah. They had their own sound in this movie. Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, I, I found myself very surprised by how much I enjoyed this. It's got a lot of wonky moments. It's got some really mediocre to bad dialogue. I think all the acting is reasonably solid. Oh yeah. For, for like a, a, you know, a Blumhouse horror film. It's, it's nothing made you go, that was terrible. You're like, no. Oh, and the little girl, especially, is she's terrific. She's
2: the strongest actress, she, in my opinion. She's
0: the Haley Joel Osmond of this oh, film. Very true. <laughs> yeah. very, literally. In ways. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, I, I, the only thing that bothers me is knowing that this is just going to be the launching point
1: for like eight more spinoffs.
0: You know, it's like, oh, now we have to have a fairy man movie and the killer wow. bride movie and the, you know, it's like, come on, guys, come on,
1: just stop please that. no samurai suit armor. No, that was the worst. Same, the, the samurai suit armor one, it like, looks cool and it does nothing. There's there's kind of a
0: insinuation of what it might lead to. But uh, they overuse it a little bit. like yeah. uh, Like, I mean, it's never really a threat. It's just it's, kind of like... It's just there. It's just kind of there. I thought he was
2: a good ghost.
0: Yeah, well, they established there's like, there are good ghosts and bad ghosts. But so
2: the good ghosts don't really help that much. They're right. just they kind of <laughs> hanging out... They're there to not hurt you, but they're also not there to help right, you. But like,
0: I was like, well, there is a good ghost who does, in fact, help at least somewhat here in this film. He at least leads them in the right direction.
1: I mean, he's like the arrow pointer. He's he like,
2: literally the most minimum a ghost could do The little help.
1: fairy in, uh, um, whatever, the Zelda game that's like, here, listen, go this way.
0: You know, in my experience with ghost movies, um... Good ghosts generally have very little power, and bad ghosts have lots of power, and whenever that dynamic changes, they're so fucking corny. You do not want good ghosts coming in like literally a deus ex machina and <laughs> shooting lightning bolt out of its ghost fingers to save the day. You know? like ghost, uh, Good ghosts should be like, you know what? I'm in heaven, so it's really hard for me to be down here at all. These guys have been living on Earth for a while, and they're pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I thought that was the least realistic, you know, part of it that the, the Catholic priest was a good ghost.
0: <laughs> you know, shots fired. Probably not <laughs> hey, all. You edit that out. Nope. <laughs> 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 you earned yourself that one. <laughs> not all Catholic priests. Oh damn it! I just uh, I don't. You're know. that guy. The, not not Catholic. all Catholic no. priests. no, no. <laughs> I can't. I can't speak for that. I know some people who grew up Catholic who still have close relationships with their their, their, their real their, close
1: relationships. With oh their my god!
0: Else. All right, I'm just trying to be Captain Balanced over here. That
1: fell flat. Fair and balanced news from Chris. Oh god!
0: I'm just digging myself a deeper hole with everything I say. Oh well, I should just shut up. And on that note, let's go to final thoughts. Kim, want get us started?
2: Sure. Um, So, this movie made me very anxious the whole time. (laughs) So, I think it was a good horror movie based on those standards. Um, Like we've already discussed, there wasn't very much going on as far as character development. Everybody was kind of their own trope. Like, you know, good babysitter, actually. I take that back. She was an amazing babysitter. Yeah. I would never have the done half the babysitter. stuff she she did. No, I was like for probably told like five bucks at
0: one point. I would have been like, "Fuck all that noise! I'm out." Hey,
2: you're on your own, kid. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the psychic one. See ya. Like thirty minutes into the movie, I would have just been like, "You know what? uh We celebrated your birthday. I kind of did the best <laughs> I could do here. You're especially when she found out that the little girl had psychic powers. Like, yeah. you, you got this, right? I baked you, picked you a
1: cake. All right.
2: Yeah, that was the. the it's kind of like one of the most entertaining parts for me, just watching how far this woman, this young teenage girl, was willing to go for like a ten bucks a night being a sitting gig.
1: <laughs> right. The <laughs> Warren's better of giving her a bonus. Come on, I seriously. Would hope
2: so. <laughs> but um, yeah, there wasn't much going on on that front. But I thought the ghost had some really good scares. Like I said, it was very reminiscent to me of uh, Haunting, The Haunting of Hill House. Hill House? Mm-hmm. Um, just like picking off the ghosts in the background, and you had a few p- more prominent ghosts to follow. Um, I still am going to say I, I was kind of, I thought it was an average, averagely filmed movie. Um, they did have a few interesting things that they did, but they also fell into a lot of easy, uh, dialogue moments, such as just listing off, oh, these are the ghosts that are in the house and who will come after us in about 10 minutes. <laughs> stay there and wait for it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I would say overall, it is a very... It's a very nice movie to pop in at home, to to enjoy in your own home. I wouldn't Staring really rush out girlfriend. to see it. Yeah, I wouldn't rush out to see it. Definitely it's a, you know, cuddle with your girlfriend type of movie. But I wouldn't really go out to see it anywhere. Because <laughs> at
0: some point, if she's anything like Kim, she's going to say, let's pause the movie and I'll give you head. Because I can't keep watching this movie right now. I'm fucking scared. Is Anything
1: that my first of,
0: go-to No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> I just meant that
0: you're so scared. Or let's
2: scared. go and get cupcakes at the local bakery. I've had
0: dates who made me stop watching horror movies to have sex and later admitted they were like... Yeah, I didn't even really wanna have sex right then. but <laughs> I just wanted to stop watching that movie I was fucking. Women
2: terrified. do use sex to get out of awkward situations yeah, or scary. I, I will, didn't mean to say you to specifically Thank you. Yes, for that. I, I just meant you
0: got really scared.
2: I've never even seen a penis at all. So <laughs> anyway, to wrap up my review. <laughs>
0: They're horrible, by the way. You should skip them and. Oh I, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm I'm just you know waiting for Jesus to <laughs> me his. What? <laughs> what? W- weren't we just talking about that Catholic pe- priest? Oh yeah, no. that's true. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie because I it's not my cup of tea horror, but I did think it was it was entertaining. The mo- what from what I saw between my fingers. So I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. Well-paid babysitters.
0: So, what would you give The Haunting of Hill House? Out of curiosity.
2: Oh, that was definitely like nine or a ten. Okay, for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I
0: agree with you completely. I, I like
2: mean, they Kim's had saying. more time to fill out I the story, and the characters were actually characters. I think it's
1: one of the single greatest horror things the last the ten. Dialogue, first episode but. six of that season. Oh, so great. Well, five so, and six. F- yeah, w- yeah, which the one with like
0: Funeral Home is six. That
1: one, yeah, yeah. Oh. and yeah. the one with all the pathos was yeah. the. The fifth episode yeah. up to oh, nobody talks so, about it,
2: but I think it had a great uh, season finale too. I agree. And it's just and it's hard to land to uh, land. Yeah, the it, it's, it's hard, hard to finish a,
1: yeah. something that starts that game. It's
0: Weird, they're doing the turn of the screw next for the next season. Like a oh, totally different interpretation of the turn. My of the God,
1: screw. I am on for that, because uh, oh, I The Uninvited doing- is, like, I wish- oh, one of my so favorite movie. I
0: wish they were doing Matheson's Hell House, but, oh, well. No, Hell-,
1: no, Hell House no. is better than The Haunting of Hell House. Hell House is the scariest book ever written, in my opinion. I, I, I think. Anyway, it, that's nothing to do with this. It's good. It's, What's your final thoughts? Oh, man. Um, well, I don't think I liked it as much as you guys. Uh... I like. You're I said. I think five. there's a lot of walking in this movie. A lot of characters walking and picking up coins, or walking and opening little boxes, or walking and opening little doors, walking and opening closet doors. Um, yeah, most
2: movies are people walking around. What what is this yeah, argument? there's very few it's,
1: films that all, entirely are entirely people floating in, in, in the movies line. that you like. More
0: dialogue of people's... It's the only good, the only movie ever made that was good to him was
1: Superman. <laughs> People flying or clerks where they're just standing. Yeah. Um, At least yeah. they're not moving. So so for me, I'm so tired watching. I, them. I I did get a little bit tired. I got a little bit bored, and so that's where this movie it didn't work for me as a horror movie, but as like a fantasy dark type movie, I liked a lot of what it had because. While it it had a lot of atmosphere, a lot of horror atmosphere, it just didn't have that suspense for me because I just felt like these are characters walking and these characters are immortal because the dialogue makes them so. Like When you hear these people talk to each other, you know that the writer loves them so much that he's not going to hurt them.
0: Yeah, there's a (laughs) moment in the movie where it looks like one of the characters just got killed. And I audibly gasped because <laughs> I was like, nobody dies I was,
1: in a ghost I was movie.
2: Rolling you? I my- thought it was the woman behind no, me. No, I, I was like, what?
1: I Seriously? was rolling my eyes because I was like, okay, she's got to do this whole thing with her dad and make it up by the end. Come on, they're setting all that stuff up. It's not going to die. But, I, again, I liked a lot of the... Uh, uh, Sans the uh, samurai armor, Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of the different scary gags or whatever, you know, there's Annabelle herself, who has this demon attached to her, well, there's a, I guess maybe a demon associated with her at the very end that looks awesome like
0: yeah, it's a cool it's a very baphomet looking
1: sort of like yeah big
0: nasty black horrific thing
1: yeah like, with some really cool looking horns yeah. um i love that design and i wish and in the movement too like how uh i guess a lot of horrors horror movies do that trope where characters like move super quick and they're like twitchy but i was all over that um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so at
0: I, least they were moving quick and yeah, not just yeah. walking. They weren't <laughs> walking,
1: right? I hate all the walking. Yeah, and then there's there's the bride who's just walking around the walking house, Walking and the werewolf who's walking on all fours around the house. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll when give he it, Walks around the house. He really walks all around <laughs> the house. <laughs> I'll give this. Um, Five out of ten unrealistic chicken scenes. <laughs> that was his breaking point. He's like,
0: "Chickens don't do that, man." This movie it's didn't like, do its research. If there's a dude fucking like with like sitting in your chicken house, like freaking out, like
1: audibly, dude, my chickens you are probably
0: wake up the chickens.
1: well, yeah, but they're like when when it's nighttime and the chickens have roosted, you can just pick the chicken up, like they're they're like done. Yeah. They're <laughs> asleep. Like, you can just annoy them, pick them up, or at least my chickens. So they you hang
0: out in your house at night
1: and just fuck well, with your chickens? I'll, I'll feed them, like, at night, just because they're and like... You, like, draw you penises on
0: their faces huh? and stuff, yeah. and you're well, like, shouldn't so, have out, dude! So... <laughs>
1: The reason I know this, like how ridiculous you can get with a chicken at night. Whoa, that sounded weird. Um, One of them roosted in my. Cut that out, Chris. Cut that out. Dude, (laughs) dude, you gotta cut that out. All his cock stories are (laughs) saying. So, my chicken roosted in my neighbor's tree one night, and I had to get it out of the tree, and I got a broom, and I just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, and it's just like. Asleep, like, nah, 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 dude And I'm like, I had to poke it Relentlessly hard With the broom To, sure. to get it At night This cock story is getting a little Alright, anyways that's, that's my final thoughts He's like, so anyway, I fucked the chicken <laughs> yeah, That's how you gotta get them awake, guys yeah, They eventually wake up They lay like big eggs after that <laughs> oh, oh my god Um all right, so
0: I'm obviously a huge horror movie buff. I like these sort of spook show, uh, um, like, haunted house attraction type movies when they're done well. And I think this one is actually done, on the whole, pretty well. I went into this with very low expectations. I was like, Annabelle 2 was kind of an aberration, and this is a new director. And I liked the one. trailer. One, you said one. No, no, Annabelle 2 was a, oh, I'm sorry, Annabelle, yes, Annabelle no, this one was a new director, Edible 2. It was an aberration in being good.
1: Oh, you know? okay. It's
0: if I remember correctly, it had a decent director for gotcha. it, though. But I was like, this guy's like has a, a checkered writing history. I'm, I don't know. But great trailer. And I ended up not being disappointed. Sometimes more is more, but it, isn't enough for it just to be that. And that's always been Blumhouse's policy. It's like, keep throwing shit at the screen. There shouldn't be more than five minutes or so that go by before at least something creepy happens. That's generally been their policy with these movies, and it's one of the reasons why people really like them today. Everybody's got a short attention span. I mean, Zach's like, fucking, they walked, I'm done. I know, I mean, yeah, was,
1: <laughs> I needed I had two, two minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs>
0: um, uh, but this one actually finds some clever stuff to do with it, and it, it it subverts expectations more than a few times. There's a scene in particular right early on that in every other one of these spinoffs, would have just been the scare, and here there's just no scare there related to it, where uh, a character's got a map up against a window, and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, wait obviously, and they don't spend over long on it, so I was like, no, this is the, actually the scare, because if they weren't, they would spend forever on this, and then there'd be nothing, but it goes pretty quick, I was like, oh, there's no scare there, that was good, and then when the scare actually happens, it was like, okay, that was kind of cool, um, and the movie keeps delivering on that. And like I said, there's some neat ideas peppered throughout this film that showed someone actually thought about this to some degree. We're like, hey, we should try and do something that we haven't seen before. And this is not reinventing the wheel here, people. But it was much more entertaining for me than any of these type films that I've seen in a while, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I think it was Mike Flanagan did Ouija 2, which I thought was was... For these type movies, probably the best one I've seen in a while of, the, of this type of thing. But uh, once again, a sequel to a film that was fucking terrible <laughs> ends up having a much better sequel. But this is good. I, I like it and I actually recommend it. Um, unless you're somebody who even whenever if you hate The Conjuring, this is not going to be your movie either. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't like these type of movies, the Annabelle comes home is not going to change your mind. I would, say- but if you've like on, I like some of them. I think you're going to put this right up towards the top. Actually,
1: what's that Jack Black movie that we reviewed? That was like a haunted house, kind of dark, more like a dark. Goosebumps. Fantasy. It, it, it was similar <laughs> to Goosebumps. If you, in fact that's oh, what I was going to say. If you the like Goosebumps, the, the, the House oh, with yeah. the Clock in its Walls. I like that. I like that one more. This kind of felt. Like, if you like those kinds of movies, well, yeah, but that was like straight
0: up like children's comedy horror. You know, well, this is this is like mm-hmm. aimed at adults. And and weirdly, Christians. I don't know why yeah, I like Christian horror films, but this movie is the most Christian. Too of much any of them.
1: praying. We've
2: got there's, all the power. There's a lot. But
0: it, I just look at it as like a mythology, like anything. What are for me what personally. are Muslims
1: supposed to do right. in, a, in a situation like this? Are do they just get they killed? I'm sure
2: Muslim God would come down and help out too. They
1: have established
0: right. at points in vampire lore that it's just about having faith. It's not yeah. about what the faith is
1: in. Yeah. yeah. that uh, uh, Stephen King's uh, Salem's, of the, Lot. *Salem's Lot*. Yeah. yeah,
0: had that. Yeah, and it's been adopted since by many yeah. other people. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. That way we can.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that way it's like we're a secular vampire. <laughs> the Warrens
0: were. I mean, they were hucksters in real life. I don't. I think that they were probably distressingly on the side of con men Um, they were not, uh, they played also good and nice and sweet, but I suspect they were not very nice. I feel like they were criminals. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel that way too. And they used being super ridiculously Christian as their sort of like... Way of edging their way into these situations, and I, I don't particularly care for them. But I like the mythology that these films have created, and it's not like they were actually making any money from this. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, so yeah, hundred like, percent with it. you. Yeah. And <laughs> so I go, this is just a, in terms of a movie, it's just a mythology that the film's mm. attached itself to, and I'm fine with that. I mean, if it had been Egyptology, nobody would be screaming and freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I had a good time with this. I'm going to give it. Uh, Seven and a half out of ten notable absences of cursed clown items. There, I thought there was one
1: weird cursed well, clown what about thing. The, the toy
2: th- that was clapping. Was no, that that's not a a mo- no, that's, the, oh, that's a clown? No, that's a that's
0: like a. Have you never seen one of those before? I had one of those when shining, I and, sh- yeah. the sh- the it was shining the the There's like a little like monkey with symbols. It was like that was like a big toy in like the 50s or 40s or something. Yeah. No, my
2: family didn't have Monkey Shine toys.
1: There's a movie about monkey shines, that. Monkey yeah. shines,
0: yeah. Or at least he's on the cop- the poster anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I don't know. Um this needed at the very least 90% more walking, that's for sure. God damn it. <laughs>